Nos teus olhos só ficou a vastidão Show. 
Thanks for tuning in. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. And we are today, today the 30th of November, in the LBB. We are back in the LBB office room recording this fantastic podcast with a fantastic music band from Portugal. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming by. This is Falso Nove. Am, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank for you. Sure. Thank you Thank for having us. Thank you. And, and yeah, um, so the reason we are in the LBB, as you might have figured out, is that this is following one of the jam session, XL sessions, where you played and performed. And I saw you, I met you there. And what a session. And also, 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 <laughs> what a start to the episode. But before we go any further, do you want to very shortly uh, introduce yourselves? Yeah, like sure. a little bit. Uh, uh, Francis- I'm Francisco. I'm the piano player and keyboards, synthesizers. I study the music, uh, classic mu- musical. In uh, Portugal. Yeah, in Portugal. Yeah. Fantastic. And Matheus? I am Matheus. Uh, I am the, the singer and the saxophone player of the, of the band. I... Uh, I studied law, so I didn't study music, uh, both in Portugal and then in Maastricht. So uh, Yes, yeah. we will come back we to will that. Back we to will that. come back to that for sure. <laughs> and there is one more. Uh, and choice. I am another Francisco, but you can call me Marceline, which Marceline. is my surname. Uh, and I play drums. Cool. And there's two more members who are, yeah. who are not here, but we will give them a shout out to Alfonso and Jose. Yeah, yeah. Alfonso is the guitar player and Jose the bassist. Well, yeah. and really, really, I can't. I really can't wait in, wait to get into the into the details of your band and the song. But maybe we start with this particular track we played. Yeah. This one is uh, oh, this is really hard for me to pronounce. We uh, can we can help you. Yeah. We can yes, help you yes, please. This one is called Canção da Antemanhã. It translates to the song of dawn of uh, yeah, yeah, just before the sunrise. Yeah. yeah, and what a timing because we are in the LBB, the earliest I've ever been <laughs> for the recording. I think. <laughs> So good start indeed, 10.30 in the morning, fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, please, please continue uh, you were saying about the song. Um, we, we call it the song of the, of, of the dawn just before the morning. It, it portrays a, a sunrise and, and you're looking at it uh, in contemplation, in kind of a, uh, not alone, you're, you're with someone, I think, watching the sunrise with, with your friends and having been, I don't know, taken by this feeling of, peace, uh, whatever bad things happen to you before or after the, the sun rising, it's just a moment of, of peace and of contemplation. And while we were uh, playing uh, at the LBB, it seemed like a fitting song. Uh, the first song we ever played together um, and recorded yeah, and released, it was a fitting song to dedicate to the LBB, to the Land Balbalang. Uh, I, I used to live here in Maastricht and it's... it's uh, a place that I've that I've cherished. Uh, I think it has an important mission culturally, socially, and the other four band members. The moment they got here, they, I I think I I'm speaking for for you guys, but yeah, but yeah, but sure. but you really really liked it, and and I think yeah. we felt at home. Yeah. So the song that probably one of the songs that means the most to us, we wanted to dedicate it to the yeah. to the exactly. LBB. And what a crowd as well on a Tuesday night. I think it was fantastic organization. Shout out to LBB and David. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to quickly introduce the song, the track that's coming up? And of course, we will get into the details yeah. uh, after that. Yeah, I guess... Uh, 
Turquesa. Ah, Turquesa is the song. Yeah, I think I have to explain this one as well. It's a, again a song with a lot of significance because again I lived here in 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 Maastricht for three years, and I was living here while we were um, uh, in the process of recording our mm -hmm. first album, the the one that we are touring now and that we came here to play in Maastricht. This is the first song of the album, and for the first song we wanted to kind of create an atmosphere of of uh, introspection, of uh, calling people to come. It's it's a frantic world, the the one we live in. People want to consume music at a very fast pace, and we just wanted to have the listener yeah, settle yeah. down. Uh, yeah, basically, basically the music will will introduce itself with uh, with bell sounds. Exactly, um, to create that kind of thing. It's a common thing that you hear probably in a city and you, you must decide, you can decide if you want to pay attention or, or not. And that's a good feeling. Uh, oh, that's, that's a really good metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, imagine like you're that. walking yeah. in, the, yeah. in the street like you're walking in life. It's yeah. perfect what he said. And yeah. you have bells and some people are called by them, some people know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the same with music. Yeah, exactly. And it's what we do, exactly. at, do at SRM, yeah. is that we yeah. listen to music, but we also talk to the band members exactly. and really, really, yeah. really listen to the music. And then, so the bells, we wanted to take bells from different parts of, uh, from, yeah, different places where we live and we feel a connection with. There are some bells from Portugal, but also I spend a week, <laughs> a full week, walking around every church in Maastricht yeah. and the tower in the Markt. Recording, I, I don't know, I, I, we filled up a Google Drive folder with, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know, 10 recordings of different bells. Sometimes, Mateus, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, we were on, on our uh, chat group and uh, <laughs> some recordings were just bells. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I was just sending it to them, so we put everything together and then uh, Francisco Marcelin, the, the drummer, is also a great uh, sound engineer, DJ, so on and so forth. He kind of did like a pastiche, a collage of the different bells. So we have Maastricht in our album, actually. Fantastic. In, in <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, can't, can't wait, can't wait, can't and wait. Actually, it's the yeah. first thing you hear on the album. Cool. It's, it's Bells from Maastricht. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Please. Chora um coração milagroso 
for staying tuned in this is student radio maastricht on rtv maastricht 107.5 fm my name is sham doing the recording in the office room of the lan verbalang following a show by the band falso nove who are joining us today in the office room thank you so yeah. much do you want to say hello how's it going how are you <laughs> <laughs> and and what a start indeed so the first song Uh, yeah indeed it was the perfect song to start with with the sunrise and ethereal effects and uh, the second one this one was called turquesa with exactly, some very very, well very familiar yeah. Uh, yeah. memories of maastricht yeah. yeah because it starts off with some like a compilation of bells from places we uh, cherish very much and it features a few bells from a few places in maastricht yeah yeah Wow, and I also wanted to talk to you about your field recordings because also in the first track towards the end there were some bird chirping sounds. Was it also recorded by you? Uh n- actually no. So that I think it's probably the the only uh, piece of sound other than music that was not recorded by us. Yeah. It was um recorded by the the person we produced the record with. Yeah. Shout out to Manuel Trujillo. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to him. Manuel. Manuel. Um and actually it was from like a, a bank of sounds he he did himself. So we did not record the birds per se but he did it like in some previous works. Cool. We cool. had the we had the idea of the birds so if you if you look at the album cover it's like a a field of of wheat in Portugal in in the south of Portugal there's a There's a little house in the middle we wanted this is a characteristic landscape of yeah, of, of yeah. Portugal and while we we were actually we went on a trip just, just to take this photo just to take this photo yeah. together well, to to find like the perfect album cover but uh, this was a very peaceful place there was nobody there yeah, yeah, just yeah, us yeah. and we you could hear the birds chirping so from that moment we we wanted to have something like that that evoked that yeah. in the cool. in the album and then Yeah, we d- we cool. did record it. The quality wasn't great. This also happens when you, <laughs> so it's not <laughs> super. Yeah, so the, the the production is not as magical as that as the moment. But yeah, so Manuel, the 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 guy you produced, we call him Mister Engineer. Uh, he uh, so he he helped us a lot and to concretize our our vision. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And also the the recording of the bells in Maastricht. You did that in the summer. You said a couple of years ago. 
No, because so we recorded in the summer, in August, September, and then I spent so the the from October to December in different moments. Whenever, uh, yeah, I I would go around town to yeah the 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 more the more the merrier. The more recordings we had, the yeah. merrier to yeah. to to then use it. So it was kind of a summer transitioning to autumn, transitioning to winter kind of vibe. So you have wow. even bells from different times. So you can have. Uh, Lots of recordings and uh, the effect of uh, stereo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 you yeah, you can also yeah. hear the streets uh, when we record the bells, the streets of Maastricht. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, fantastic. And, and can I ask you, what did you use to record? Was it like a handheld Tascam or just a phone? Or uh, it was just a phone. Just yeah. Wow. Yeah, just, yeah, just with yeah. Uh, wow. not an iPhone, but yeah. sure. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. That's that's <laughs> really some some amazing recording. And you you all have like quite some diverse background like Fran Francesco you have you, you studied music uh, I studied music ele yeah. electronic engineering yeah wow and Matthias you did you did law in Maastricht uh, so you are probably maybe the first alumni we are having really as well. yeah I think so because <laughs> yeah because we usually have students and artists pleasure to be here yeah but this as time a alumni. student came back as an artist let's go so that's yeah. perfect yeah, yeah. So, that's so amazing great. I didn't know this Yeah, you happy to be back in Maastricht? Of course, of course. I, I, I still come back some sometimes. I left a lot of friends here. Also, when my uh, when my job requires, I I come back. It's always nice to come back. It's oh. uh, yeah. Wait, you were not just not just studying. You were also teaching in Maastricht. Yeah, so I, I did my master's here. I came from Portugal. I did a bachelor's there, master's here uh, in the faculty of law, and then yeah, I just decided to stay for two more years because uh, yeah. It's a beautiful city. It, was, it is a beautiful city yeah. and uh, a second home for me, definitely. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. good to hear. And for Francesco and Marcelino, can I Marcelino, ask Marcelino, yeah. yeah. It's your first time in Maastricht. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And yeah. this was part of your tour, a, a mini tour? Or yeah, yeah, I mean, it's first time we're playing outside of Portugal. Yeah. So it's our, let's call it, like, not proper tour, but the one that requires a bit more of preparation and thought um, and it's I mean I I don't think we could have picked a better city to start off really it's a fantastic fantastic <laughs> kick off really and, and, the, and the what crowd, a place the crowd as well. is really nice as well yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no I, I, I experienced that myself and like I keep saying like every time there's a concert in LBB I think one of the best things is that you, you not only get to get to feel and hear the concert But at one point, you get to talk to the artist because, Matthias, you, you came down front stage, you walked around. And that is really, I think, to me, part of the, the special experience here. It doesn't happen in most venues. I can talk a bit about that. So, because I live here, um, I, w I used to come to the LBB many times, usually on Tuesdays when there, was, when there were jam sessions. And sometimes there would be acts opening the the jam sessions i remember i the first time i've ever come to mass to lbb i saw a latvian folk singer i don't remember his name anymore but it was magic. i will tell you his name this yeah. is rainis <laughs> jaune and Dude. we also have a recording and, and made an episode with him so do Amazing. check it out do and i was like out. and i was like and afterwards we were all talking and so on and i just thought it was so cool and then uh, yeah I, i kept coming back and i I didn't want to do it differently uh, here. But even in Portugal, w I don't think we, we live in a dome when we play. We also 
like to come and engage with people and so on yeah, and so forth. Yeah, it's for kind sure. of the purpose you you do yeah. this for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but by the way, sh Matthew, shout out to to Rainer's Yao, nice. Yes. Yes. And how was your experience at LBB with the with the instruments? Because you you came from Portugal with the saxophone. Yeah, just the saxophone just, and yeah. some cables, basically. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that, that, that's traveling yeah, light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We needed a guitar, a bass, uh, some keyboards, uh, drum kit, basically yeah, everything. Kit, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, LBB provided. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, basically uh, Mateus had some friends and um, they they borrowed uh, some some instruments, the bass and the, the guitar, I guess. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And the drum kit, I think, was already here. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And also the keys. The key, so yeah, yeah, the keyboard the key was well. already yeah. here. I, I had the best friend of all, which is David from the LBB. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> it just hooks ah, you ah. up with everyone. Yeah, There's yeah. a huge community here yes. uh, in Maastricht, so yeah, it was kind of easy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to rely on them. Oh, fantastic. No, but also, indeed, like, they are also quite quite impressively organized. It doesn't look like that, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, really, you don't get the feeling. I mean, yeah, at first sight... Yeah. organized, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the thing is, when you walk in, inside LBB, uh, it's very different from the outside, obviously, but once you're inside, you kind of feel, at least I felt that, you kind of feel it's it's something going on. Yeah. So... This is just not a place with some people like working in it and doing some stuff. It feels like it's pretty well organized, actually. Yeah. And we felt that in the end, I think. Yeah. yeah. David was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, no, but and it's a common misconception that people have from the from the community when they look at the LBB or they hear about the LBB. Oh, it's just a bunch of people doing whatever there. And it's not like uh, there's a huge organization. There's the even even like outside of music huh? the the when when ukrainian refugees came here there was a lot of support even with the with cooking for 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 people in need or or or, or whatever like everything everything yeah. is super well organized it's a great community of people and 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 it's a shame that that we might not have that for long mm -hmm. true so yeah true. once again as i said in the concert as well like we want to give the biggest of shout outs to to oh, L massive! To LBB. Thank you so much. Yes, no, yeah, I think you, you you put it you put it really quite well. It is it's not just another concert venue. It's it's really yeah. a living community, and yeah. yeah, they do have a well organized production crew. Yeah. Wow, and and what an experience! Uh, so thanks once again. Yeah. Do you want to quickly introduce the track that's coming up? Yeah. So the do you want to do it, Francisco? Uh, which one? Uh, Epilogue. Epilogue. Oh, yeah, it's a nice song. <laughs> Basically, uh, Epilgo was initially composed by me, uh, and the idea uh, behind Epilgo is um, it makes a rewind uh, about the album. Okay. Basi basically, small sections of uh, every song are in Epilgo. Okay. Backwards. Right, right. right. So, so like, 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 like the name suggests. The album okay. is a journey. Yeah. Which starts with uh, with Turquesa, and then ends with Epilgu uh, uh, going backwards, basically. Wow! Yeah. Uh, so, wow. so Francisco did a great job. He basically <laughs> meshed all of the songs, different elements. Um, yeah. From yeah, from the end to the beginning, to basically do the full circle, a full circle moment to the album. Wow! Uh, and we maybe sh we should mention regarding the recording. This was the one song because it meant so much yeah. to us that we recorded all of us playing together live. So 
Oh, so the one we're going to listen to has been recorded live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, there's another one on the album that we recorded live in the same session. Uh, but this one, yeah, I think it's yeah. a bit more special. Yeah. Cool. Because usually you you record by tracks, yeah? yeah. Just when, when people when are playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Separate um, tracks. Yeah. yeah. Here we were all together. In yeah. single track recording. Yeah. 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 Wow. The other one that Francisco was, mention, was mentioning, we did record some bits live, but then the voice was recorded separately. Oh, suppose, yeah. This one was actually the one that we integrally, because we didn't. So when you record track by track and person by person, It, it you you're doing a thing where you you need a lot of concentration to kind of do everything exactly at the same time and everything needs to go exactly in the right thing and we wanted this one to be a bit more fluid okay. yeah. and to show us and to give the impression that yeah, we yeah, are yeah. actually playing with one another live yeah yeah wow because the tempo is con constantly changing and it's not a bit from the yeah, yeah from the it's yeah it's not the same uh, metronome yeah, yeah exactly time yeah Yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. the song, yeah. Oh, can't wait, please. All right, let's, let's hit see it. it. <laughs> yeah.
welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. And what a song. We are today in the office room of LBB recording this amazing podcast with this fantastic band all the way from Portugal. Thank you so much, Falso Nove, for coming by. Oh, yeah. It's great to be here. And we just played. Yeah, I I really want to know a lot about this song because this is a very interesting track. Um, yeah, it's the epilogue of your album. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yes, please, please, please. I don't, I don't know where to start, Oof, but okay. yes, please. Uh, yeah, there's so many <laughs> things to say about yeah. this one. I mean, I think it's the longest on the record. It's the one we played live, one of the few. We played like uh, fully live, um, and it's the last song on the on the album, which kind of wraps the album up because it, it kind of features few sections of the other songs it's it's an instrumental song so there's no lyrics to it um and we kind of went full on just try to speak ourselves through the music only basically wow and can, can yeah. you please explain a little bit about the recording process because there were some interesting stories uh, yeah. Uh, well. so yeah. basically uh, all the album was recorded uh, track by track like track every track. person individually yeah, uh, would do yeah, their individually bit. yeah, yeah. Uh, just one person, uh, just playing, uh, taking, uh, playing lots of times, uh, choosing takes, uh, and this one it was uh, also uh, multi-tracking, but we were all, yeah, playing together. Yeah, so at the same time. Yeah, in in yeah. different rooms. He said. In different uh, rooms. Yeah. 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 Uh, basically, if uh, something goes wrong, we had to start uh, all over again. Yeah, there's you. Uh, there could be no mistakes, and this is a six-minute track. Yeah, so that's kind of the problem. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How many takes can I ask? We, we didn't do much actually. Uh, actually, it's a, it's a f- it's a really funny story because this was despite it being the ah. last song of the album, this was the first we ever recorded in Porto in the north of Portugal in an old studio that is in a place actually quite similar to the LBB. Yeah. Okay. That the people also want to close down, so actually this is a super it's called Stop in Porto. Um, and we were playing there in this studio and then we played it in the first day of recording and then we moved to another studio where we did a track-by-track recording. Once we were mixing, because this was the last one in the album, we only came back to it like a few months later and our producer texted us one morning and says, so the the USB drive where I saved Epilg, I, I, I cannot find them. I, I lost it. Yeah, so um, we were not mad at him. But we had to go back to <laughs> to Portugal to another studio in Lisbon and play this for a second time live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think in the first in the, in the first session, the one where the USB drive was lost, I think we played two or three times. Yeah. Uh, and then in, in we were really tired. Yeah, we were really tired because this was really really late at night. And then the other one, I think we did also two or three takes. Yeah, yeah. I think so. so okay. So it's okay. not that much in total <laughs> within this. We I think we played it six, seven times. Wow, but that must be draining, no? Mentally to have this amount of concentration for yeah, six minutes. It's a long track. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, what a story! <laughs> and by the way, so that means there is there is one very very expensive USB stick lying <laughs> around in Portugal. Somewhere, right? yeah, somewhere, somewhere in Portugal. <laughs> somewhere in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we will keep an eye out. Um, there may be some amazing recordings on that on that stick. <laughs> amazing oh no. and yeah. uh, c- can yeah. i just say something please, else please. about that yeah. uh and the one of the other interesting things is that it took us forever that night to we recorded some other things that night but it took us forever just to get 
a few takes of this song and like the hour was just passing by you were getting tired tired and more tired and more tired yeah. and i remember we got to the studio that night at like 10 let's say 10 30 10 p.m yeah? yeah and we thought we were going to be like like for four hours there but we ended up leaving at like 8 a.m whoa yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow that's intense there, there was going some problem with uh, technically yeah um and we went to that studio because uh, it had a acoustic piano uh-huh. basically yeah. i had to record uh every every piano in the piano album. piano piano parts yeah um wow so but but we, we we just started recording at 2 a.m and we started with this song and then uh, uh, the other songs we started probably at 4 a.m i was wow. really tired I, d- I don't remember it because i started sleeping yeah, i just fell exactly. asleep it's something i do randomly Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds intense. <laughs> that sounds intense. I life was falling asleep while playing, probably. Life, wow. life of a musician. It's not, <laughs> as it's not as glamorous as you think it is. No, people might think indeed that it is. It's a pretty, pretty chill life, touring around, traveling around. But it is a lot of work. It was so a nice yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. True, and sometimes we also do have to wake up pretty early. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we love it. We love it. Absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it for sure. For sure. I wanted to ask you about the the name of the of the band, Falso Nove. Uh, any any Oof. any stories? Uh, I mean, you were there yeah, at the beginning, Matteo's show. Uh, you're the best Go person ahead. To, to talk about. Um, we were uh, so me and Afonso, the other uh, the, the the other singer and guitarist. We were uh, we decided again very late at night to form the band in Lisbon and then we invited Francisco and Marceline to join and later the bass player but the first thing we ever did was to come up with the band name so we just sat in his car I remember at like 5 or 6 a.m. just throwing around names and Falsnov uh, stuck uh, for for no apparent reason um, it, it is like in Portuguese it is a, a football position like what Messi plays at so oh, it's yeah. false it's a false striker uh, okay. So it's something, and and that's I guess the meaning of the name. It's something that looks one thing and then appears uh, appears to be one thing and then it, it's a different one. Yeah. So uh, it's kind to give this idea of creative freedom and uh, not uh, not limiting ourselves by by any yeah. kind what of genre. What, what it seems, yeah. Yeah, what it seems. We 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 play very different types of music. Uh, the music might at some point seem like it's going somewhere but then it goes a different place so this kind of fluidity also for us creatively but also for the experience of the of the listener, listener. yeah yeah false nov seemed like uh seemed like a pretty cool name wow well very fitting indeed do, do you want to say yeah. something more about your creative process like how do you do, do you write your, um, your lyrics or is so it before it after it, it it's it kind of depends but usually with this album i think uh, most things were written um, based out of an idea someone had already. Like the first song we listened to, I think I think I remember this correctly. The structure was already there. We kind of just arranged it. Uh, but generally speaking, it comes out of an idea, like um, a chord progression. Sometimes yeah. with the lyrics on it already, and then we kind of go into the rehearsal space and develop it somehow yeah. I don't think any of we our had, songs had came out of gems yeah basically uh, Mateus and uh, Afonso brought some 
raw songs, I guess. We could just play it on on the guitar. Yeah. Um, and then we we start adding a players, uh, pianos, uh, drums, yeah. um, and we started thinking, yeah, about uh, could go better or or mm. not. Uh, just one song, I think, with it, it was composed after the, li the lyrics were were composed after it okay. was uh, Arte de Luz. Yeah. Uh, Which, uh, yeah, it's the song that gives the name to to our album. To, yeah, exactly. Uh, Francisco, Before yeah, you started playing a piano melody inspired by. Yeah, it was like jamming. Yeah, uh, Mateus uh, liked liked it a lot, uh, and that night he composed. Uh, yeah, the lyrics. The lyrics. I kept wow. hearing the melody in my head, um, and I was like, "Ah, yeah, this makes yeah." It's it was beautiful. It's inspired by a by a by a Chopin piece, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, not directly, but not directly. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying you plagiarize Chopin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I play lots of classical music, and some okay. ideas just got. Uh, yeah. They clearly uh, sometimes <laughs> I, my fingers just go to to classical. It's right. not 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 uh, intended. Or, or, or yeah, it's, it's not my intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, automatic. Yeah, cool. I, I will just add that at some point, yeah, we start adding layers, but then, and it was, uh, I think, one of the nicest parts of the process while rehearsing and adding elements to the idea. It's it sometimes is too much, or the music starts. You 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 also need to I don't know, kind of have a, a filter of what is good and what is bad, and that was not done through playing. It was more so discussing what we. Yeah, talking to each other what we wanted from each song each song had his own idea like a, a specific story we wanted to tell and at some point when there's a lot of uh, yeah matter lying around and yeah. a lot of ideas too many layers so and so forth we would then step back and talk well what do we actually want to convey here and that would be the deciding yeah. factor between what sections to to keep how to develop them which instruments so on and so forth so yeah, and that I think for 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 me at least it was the best part of yeah, the yeah, yeah. of it the was composing really process. Really beautiful because um, it it was not kind of dem democratic uh, decisions. Uh, it's not like uh, ah yeah, uh, three of them yeah. likes and another one knows. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's yeah, like, it's we not tried a voting. to yeah. everybody going into it and uh, if someone does not like it okay let's try again uh, another way uh, let's find a way to yeah. unanimity yeah, fulfill yeah. fulfill yeah. everybody yeah, every yeah. wow yeah. and do you want to say a little bit about the track that's coming up february yeah february it's uh, it's uh, it translates to fever it's about uh, conflicting feelings in your mind uh, anxiety and you can see that because we have the two singers singing in the same song. The first uh, part of the song, it has a certain kind of mood. It's a bit nostalgic, and it's me singing. Yeah. And then that builds up in anxiety to like a crisis or a panic attack or whatever, and then you have a phone, the other singer, singer singing. So it's supposed to be like this idea of yeah, yeah. two voices playing in your mind with wow. different kinds of intensities, yeah, yeah. and that's what we wanted to convey. Hopefully wow. it shows. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, yeah, please.
tuned in on Student Radio Maastricht, RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. The song you heard there is called Febre, or that translates to Fever, yeah. by the band Falsanove, who are in the building with us. When I say the building, this is the LBB. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming by, Thank and you. what Thank a concert, you. and what a song. I think this one is, I would say, the most relatable to student life. Or would you say is that is that was was it yeah. where it came from or yeah. at least for me no a, at least for me starting it's so it's a song about anxiety mainly yeah. and conflicting feelings and yeah feeling kind of in a bind at least i personally started coping in, with anxiety or addressing it in in student life um yeah as we were saying before it kind of we tried to mimic that through the um, two singers in different parts so so the two two completely different not completely different but but different parts that mm -hmm. transition fluidly with two singers with two different intensities the first one is kind of the dormant feeling of yeah i don't know feeling very nostalgic depressed depressed uh, sad and then it kind of at some point blows up in yeah. your mind that's what we wanted to um, to convey yeah uh, yeah beautifully beautifully done Really beautiful. Thank you. Done. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Very, very relatable as well. I, I had a quick question, something I ask pretty much every band, mm -hmm. um, and some of them say genre is dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your take on it? Is what, uh, how, do you, how do you classify your genre? Or do you, or do you, do you also agree genre is dead? Uh, well, I, I'm not really sure if genre is dead, but uh, at least <laughs> we usually present ourselves as an indie rock band. Portuguese in Europe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. On the yeah. one hand, because I th I feel we need to at least give an idea to people, especially those who never listen to our music, so they don't expect like a hip-hop show or right. anything like that. So yeah. that's, on the one hand, that's why we think it might be important. But at the same time, we don't make it too limiting for ourselves. So, exact, for example, when we're composing or playing live, we don't think um, we're in that genre. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a tool. It helps us in some ways, but in the end, I don't think we are very yeah. much attached to that. We're not in a when we're composing or whatever. We're not uh, when we play something and we like it. We're not saying, "Oh, well, guys, but this is not indie rock enough, so let's keep it yeah. out of the album." <laughs> ah, so okay. we don't yeah, do yeah, it yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. you have so yeah. many background backgrounds. Exactly. Yeah, I have classical, yeah. uh, jazz. jazz. Matheus also has classical. Yeah. Uh, you also studied music, Matheus. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I studied. Uh, I did a conservatory before going to study law. Yeah. Wow. So, but but my I played the saxophone, but I I did classical studies of yeah. saxophone. Yeah. When, when you were teaching, did you also use the saxophone in the classrooms? <laughs> no. Because no, then no, I no. would have come. Then I definitely <laughs> would have come to attend your lectures. <laughs> but yeah, but as Francisco was saying, we have different backgrounds and we try to infuse that into the songs. We don't make it yeah. very limiting. Um, then we listen to another types of music and also we, yeah. that contributes to... yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah. Our also, style. also Portuguese traditional music, which we yeah, want to exactly. ah. we want to transport into our song, like folk Portuguese music, or uh, we have this um, unique uh, m musical genre, fado, or yeah. Uh, that. Uh, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna ask, was there any any fado influence? Not, not, not directly, yeah. but fado has a very rich uh, lyrical tradition. So it's not yeah. just a song; it's this idea of. First, of a lot of, no of nostalgia, 
but also of giving a lot of space to the voice, to the lyrical, to the singer, to, to tell a story. It's almost, yeah. we, we say this, we have this saying in Portuguese that I'm going to say it in Portuguese Please. and then tra translates, silencio que se vai cantar o fado. Silence that we're going to sing the fado. And this idea, it's this idea of, okay, let's, let's, let's kind of hear and set the mood and pay attention to what is being said. And we yeah. have this, I think it's the, the most consensual point of agreement between us that we should care about the lyrics and what yeah, is said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so all the other things, uh, chord progressions, uh, rhythm, yeah. uh, just uh, fulfill, uh, just it completes. It yeah, it completes yeah. The, yeah. the music. Yeah, so uh, it's all built around really the lyrics, important. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that that oh, comes that comes from yeah. fado yeah. and from a lot of Portuguese folk uh, singers and songwriters that that really care about the poetry. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. And also this relates to what you said earlier about conveying a message exactly. so like it's communication and yeah it's storytelling yeah, uh, exactly. essentially and yeah, yeah you do it so beautifully well thank yeah. you so much yeah we are we are slowly going towards towards the end of the show but we have we have two more tracks lined up uh, the next one is called Monstro do you want to quickly yeah. uh, introduce it it's called it's a monster in yeah. Portuguese yeah alright go ahead it's a very intense song I have to say uh, it's it's very uh, heavy emotionally speaking and the others are as well but this one I think it's quite emotional and quite heavy in, in that matter so it was probably the last song we wrote yeah, yeah. and I, I remember we were just like the night before going into port to record the album we were just trying to figure out how the song would fit into the album and yeah and it was so, so, sorry what did you say the song wasn't the song wasn't, wasn't done yet oh okay okay yeah it was very bits and pieces uh, and nowadays it's one of the songs we I think like to play the most live and it works really well live and but at, in the beginning I don't think at least I wasn't that sure about the song <laughs> I can tell you that Francisco and Francisco weren't really sure about the song and yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. might we have just stopped composing and uh, yeah we go. We went smoking. I, I okay. remember. I remember they kind of gave up. They went smoking outside, and I stayed with the phones yeah, yeah, in the yeah. studio trying to make it work. And actually, when they came back from smoking, they were like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then they yeah, started yeah, yeah. adding some elements to it. They were. They needed that smoke break. We, fair, we stayed fair. in, and then the the thing kind of organically. It was so hard to compose. Like organically, we went to studio with kind of an idea from this yeah, from yeah. this moment of it was an idea of us playing. The, yeah. Yeah. It's it's honest. Afonso would be the one that would uh, be able to explain it better. But the lyrics are about feeling again in a in a very depressing in a depressive stage, and then having someone. I think, uh, yeah, some someone you really love pushing you up and uh, showing you the showing you that you're not a monster or yeah. whatever. Wow. And, uh, killing the monster in you, I think, is what he says. Uh, well, um, and written by Alfonso. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. There is a Intense, really nice yeah. photo uh, on our Instagram uh, of Mateus and uh, uh, Afonso co composing Monstro. Okay. It was through the pandemics, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was during uh, the during yeah. at the at the end of COVID. Yeah, yeah. they just um, uh, we used to rehearse on a very small room. Yeah. And on that day, we just uh, moved the uh, things from that room to to the living room. I guess a yeah. little bit. Uh, it was in Afonso's uh, yeah. place. This wow. was in Afonso's house. Yeah, small yeah. studio. Cool. So you moved so things into the living room. Yeah, yeah. and uh, there is a really nice photo 
uh, of them composing monster I don't yeah. know who took it, but be <laughs> so Because after the smoke break and before they and before they just yeah, came yeah. back and played with us, one of them took the picture. Yeah, you definitely got to check well, it out. I, I said to my head, I'm not in interesting anymore in uh, in music, so I'm going to take a photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you took you took the photo, yeah. And also, I just like to say uh, one more thing about Monstru. It's also it's it's true. It's about I mean, feeling depressed and everything, but I think it's also about. Um, how often can you be true to yourself and how often can you uh, be close to the image to yourself regarding the image you're passing to the others so uh, how often is you pretend or yeah how often are you pretending to be a version of yourself and how how close do you want to be to true to yourself when talking to other people and to yourself as well talking to yourself it's 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 depression more so about what the fuck are you sorry uh, but what 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 the hell are you doing in, in <laughs> life and what is your path and so on and so forth and then certain people have this gift of uh, making you yeah feel genuine and honest and yeah oh, like 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 that's you belong very, very that's what the song yeah. is about please Sobre o asfalto do bramir 
eu não consinto sem me dar, sem me oprimir. Nunca vivi nas duras teias de existir, mas corri sempre em contramão do que há de certo. Deixei tudo sobre o vrão, sobre o deserto, os sonhos de biberão. Deixei que esperto, talvez nunca viverão. Em vez de perto, diz-me como vou vencer Sobre a pressão, diz-me como vou vencer Meu furacão, diz-me acordador do medo e da paixão Diz-me se vou sobreviver sem coração E a luz que brilha ofuscada pelo céu Sempre me trouxe a verdade mais cruel Na mentira mal contada Sobre a forma de uma canção para ti E eu não consinto eu Thank you so much for staying tuned in on Student Radio Maastricht, RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. The track you just heard there is called Monstro by the band Falso Nove, who are in the Lanbub along with us where we are doing this recording. Thank <laughs> you so much for coming by. Right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah, do, do you want to quickly say a little bit about the challenges you face as, as a band? Mm. On, and like, how do you balance like, your, let's say, personal life versus like, the band life? Yeah, I mean, it would already be challenging if all of us live in, lived in Portugal, which we don't. I live in Italy now. But uh, even those that live in Portugal, we all do a lot of different things. The, yeah. the, the musicians, for you to be a musician, you teach, for, for example. For yeah, yeah. When, when we started playing together, uh, we studied, and uh, I think we had lots of time, and we rehearsed a lot mm. uh, Now it's a little bit difficult because, uh, well, life is... Yeah. You cannot pay the bills just... Uh, yeah, exactly. And this, I think, it's transversal to, to yeah. everyone, even, even at least in Portugal, even people, successful musicians, it's still a precarious, hard life. Yeah. At l except for the very, very, very yeah. top. Yeah. So we all do lots of stuff, even... even uh, so all of us have other jobs yeah. the musicians they play in a lot of projects also for for because Gigs. they like to yeah. do it yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no but just because they like to do it they have events but yeah, you yeah. have to teach uh, Afonso the other single is also a, a volleyball coach yeah. so we <laughs> yeah so we do a lot of things and that's the that's the hardest part but i i would say so it's a challenge but but we still make it happen as francisco was saying we don't play and rehearse as much as we did in the in the beginning but we also learned to be efficient i think yeah that exactly that's mm. that's the secret, yeah I, I, I would say the hardest part it's actually um trying to have an independent project in in a in an industry that sometimes i know we use we in portugal we talk like it is a portuguese phenomenon i don't think so i think it's a bit like this everywhere it's kind of it's very easy to for close clubs to form them close circles around a certain label or so on and so forth 
and um, it's always through contacts and, and, yeah. and uh, Network, uh, yeah, networking and so on and so forth. And it can be a bit uh, ruthless also um, to uh, to go through the industry and, and the few people that decide who's playing in that venue. It's not very yeah. dem- democratic in that sense. It, for at least for this this level, not the very top, but uh, sure. you can be listened by a lot of people, and then you still have to convince the one or two or three people. So I guess that's that's one of the biggest challenges I would I would say. And then yeah, there yeah, are many yeah. others. Lots of times you send yeah. emails or call people, uh, and then they say to send emails. Probably people will ghost us. Mm. Um, and if you have uh, yeah that kind of networking uh, contacts, it will be much easier. Yeah. For the for That's the five places that you play, you've contacted 60, 70, 80 wow. with, yeah, with your yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of back office wow. in, in, in involved. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we have our managers, and uh, it's ah. really, 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 really shout nice out having having them uh, yeah. with us. Yeah. Maria and Margarida, shout yes. out to them. Yes, they yes, they yes, have yes. this small collective called Outros 500. Uh, means the other 500, but they are just two. Wow! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they and they support us. They 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 do the booking and all our managing and yeah. Because yeah. yeah. a massive shout out! out. I, I did I did meet I think one one of them or they were both in the they, they were both the there. Tonight. You might yeah. have talked to to one of them. I think yeah 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 not not deeply but yeah, yeah I, I had yeah. a quick uh, quick hello yeah yeah oh, they follow us around yeah. yeah oh fantastic yes and where can people find you talking about following you around. Instagram yeah. at falso nove banda. I just said it very slow. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, and uh, also, <laughs> and also, because because if we said it in like uh, fluent Portuguese, it would be a bit hard to understand. Yeah. But at falso nove banda, and then uh, on Spotify as well, falso nove. You can you can find us there. And uh, on YouTube, we also have uh, live sessions. Uh, so oh. you can go for Falso Nove Banda. You will also find us playing live. Go check it yeah, out. Yeah, playing live and actually uh, watching three videos we did for three singles of the album. And they are, they are all very different uh, with different directions. But I think it's, it fits. It's nice. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah, to know. Definitely. Good to know. Good to know. And uh, we also yeah. have, uh, sorry, uh, we also have merch on Bandcamp. Just All right. So if you want. Oh, that's also good to know. to know. Like All t-shirts. Right. Uh, we might have something else coming up in the next few months, uh, which is going to be really nice. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye on Bandcamp, I think. That's it. Uh, and thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for having us. Uh, and massive thanks for you to coming by. And, and also to LBB for, for hosting, yeah. Yeah, hosting yeah. you, yeah. lending you instruments. For an amazing concert, what an experience! Thank and you. What a comeback to Maastricht! Really nice. I, I, yeah. I really wish like all all Maastricht alumni came back as band members. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and before we go, we're we're gonna leave our our listeners with one last track. This yeah. is called Kakos. Yeah, Kakush. Yeah, Kakush. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Beats and Pieces. I guess it's it's yeah. it's a translation. It's a mo- it's the more live it's the liveliest song of the record. It's like if you go to this, uh, to this. How, how do you translate it? What uh, uh, kakush. kakush Beats yeah. and Pieces. Bits and pieces. They are small bits and pieces. Yeah. It's like uh, just falling this glass. Imagine ah, that okay, uh, okay, uh, okay. glass yeah. fall shatters. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, but it's about the, the bits and pieces of lifestyle or uh, young guy in Lisbon's lifestyle, and you go partying. It's the the liveliest song of the record. Uh, it's like you go out and you dance in this. 
cool. traditional dancing yeah. venues in in Lisbon. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. And yeah, can't wait to listen to it. And thank really, you. thank, thank you, you so much for coming by and, and have a nice trip. Thank Back? you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right.
paixão Muros de quatro acordes são Cabelos de sansão ah, ah, ah. 